Smith's Falls. It has been a hot minute, hasn't it? In fact, it has been months. It's been like six months. We ended season two in December. We were doing a June to December thing here. And guess what it is today? June. It is June 1st, which marks the beginning of season two. So here we are back again in June. It's beautiful. The weather's great. Things are happening. The podcast is back. This past weekend, I was out at Porch Fest. Oh, it was great. Right in my neighborhood, in fact. We had a whole bunch of community concerts on porches. Turnout was amazing. If you missed it, look it up. There's a Facebook page for it. You can see some of the pictures that you missed. And it's going to be back next year, folks. Back and bigger than ever. Just like we are here today on a Smith Falls podcast beautiful weather out there folks lots of sun and uh, from what i can tell very little covid isn't it nice to be back to real life i know it's still out there but it's let go of its grasp it would seem upon us and upon our lives i felt like we were there so many times before but this time i truly truly feel it knock on wood folks i am looking around me I have revamped the studio. I got a couple new microphones. We are back, baby. Bigger, better than ever on a Smith's Falls podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you are returning, thank you so much for returning. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to us. And if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Start here. But don't stop here. Go back. Go back, folks. Our episodes are quite evergreen. 13 episodes of Smith's Falls On that you can check out from season one. And they're worth it. These are life stories, folks. These are intense sometimes, light sometimes, funny sometimes, on topic, off topic. There's no rules, folks. There are no rules. We sit down, look each other and square in the face. No phone calls here. No Skype calls. We get together in a room and we chat. I get to know the people of Smith Falls, and so do you, by listening. That is what our program is all about, lifting up Smith Falls and telling the world what we're about. Bring in people here, bring in people here to live, bring in people here to visit, bring in people to our town so we can meet them and they can meet us. And today, on episode one of season two, we are all going to meet Jillian Dagonet. I met Jillian, uh, well, little under a year ago when she first started working at Bowie's, all biding her time before she opens up a new place in town called the post office. It's right inside the post office. No, not where you mail your letters, where people used to mail their letters a hundred years ago. Right at the corner of Russell and Market, she is opening a speakeasy style place in the basement, classy joint, classy cocktails, and Jillian. Yes, that's right, in the post office, opening up July. The place is the post office. The bar is called the post office. The post office cocktail bar. Fancy cocktails, nice vibes. Nice vibes in this conversation, too, with Jillian. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you about it when you can listen to it. But first, a little word from our sponsors. So I am so excited, folks, to introduce you to our sponsors. We have three season sponsors this year, folks. That's so great. They've signed on for the long haul, and I couldn't be more thankful for their support. Sponsor number one is Say Two Bakery. You know them. You love them. And if you don't, get down there. You are not in the know. Say Two. Say Two Bakery. Say Two is right at the corner of William and Beckwith, inside the historic Hotel Rideau. All rebuilt, all redone, and you walk in those doors, and you will see Amy Rensby's fantastic new location, Say Two 
Great food, great people, great vibe, great patio. Go there. Say two. Check them out at say2bakery.com. Sponsor number two is Andrus Independent Grocer. I buy all my food there. They feed me. They are supporting this show. They were enthusiastic about what we're doing and all the things we're trying to do. A lot of community love from Andrus Independent Grocer. Now, I myself have been shopping there since I moved into town a few years ago. One thing I noticed is that for a big grocery store that could just be stocking nothing but Minute Maid and Seal Tests and Goldfish Crackers, they show a lot of local love. They've got Muddy Valley Coffee there. They've got Jambel Seasonings. They've got local honey producers. I, I don't have a list, folks. I'm really just going from memory here. They're great. They support local in many ways, and they're supporting us. And for that, we're thankful and you should go get your groceries done, folks. Andrus Independent Grocer. And sponsor number three, right down the road from me where I'm recording this podcast on Main Street in downtown Smith Falls, Howard, Kelford, and Dubois. They are the law firm that I used to buy my house. But be it real estate, corporate or commercial or business law, litigation, family law, wills and estates, whatever your legal needs are, not only are they going to help you, but they are going to do it in a warm friendly, community-oriented way. They are the people to see for your legal needs. And they are huge supporters of the community, as shown by their support of this show. Thank you so much, Howard Kelford and Dubois. Check them out at valleylaw.ca. That covers Sponsor Talk, folks. And now on to my riveting conversation with Miss Jillian Dagonet. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're this doing. is a podcast. This okay. is it. It's happening. I'm very excited. Jillian. That's me. Jillian Marie Dagonet. How, how, how did you know my middle name? July 2nd. Yeah, 1987. 1987. Now, the French would say my last name as Dagenet. Dagenet. But, uh, oui, bien sûr. Yeah, I don't speak any of that French, so I just say, da- I say, I say Dagenet because I'm English. Français. No, oh. no, no, no. But although my father's name is Pierre, so I should speak French. But you're, it's, you're a traitor. To it's, your, a, it's a tragedy, to your, really. To your own heritage. Yeah, I'm just a Canadian that only speaks one language, unfortunately. Okay, so well then, this is where I can start to do a little more digging then. Okay. Because, I mean, we're friends now. We are friends. Right? We're friends. Yeah, I would I would say, we're, I mean, officially, we're internet friends now. I, yeah, I think that official. we were friends. Was that like a yeah. month ago when yeah. you finally accepted my Facebook friend request? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It yeah. takes me a minute. I'm not really on Facebook official. Yeah, it's real now. But I don't really know your backstory. I know a little bit. I know what... I know what your cousin Pat has told me. Yeah. And we know his Swiss cheese memory. Yeah, he's terrible. He's done his yeah. best, I'm sure, to fill me <laughs> in. But what does that really mean? I don't know. I is don't the know. question. We love you, Pat. We're just ripping on you. <laughs> we're going to have to rip on him a couple yeah, times. Yeah, we're just going to rip sure. on you. It would be a podcast with ripping on Pat. This whole episode could just be us ripping on Pat. <laughs> the roast of Patrick yeah, Maloney. The roast of Patrick Maloney. <laughs> what a <Is> loser. <laughs> my God. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, enough about Pat. He had his own episode. It's true. Already. I haven't uh, listened to it. I Episode two. Go back and listen. I know, but I came in blind to this podcast I'm a little bit. Uh, That's fine. It That's felt fine. better to come in blind. I'll listen to all your podcasts I support tomorrow. that. Yeah, listen yeah. after. Yeah, absolutely. Be like a Hollywood actor and don't listen to your own, though. Yeah, no. And I'm, yeah, you can't no, watch your you own may, or listen to your own Never listen stuff. to your own podcasts. Terrible. I listen to my own, though. I have to, you though, because I have to edit them. That's true. That's true. I don't cut out much, though. I don't cut out much. Okay. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? That's I like already did. Sit some ground yeah, rules. Yeah, that's the... No, no. We're, anything goes. Shit. 
Yeah. Any <laughs> topics, any words? I mean, I'm not trying to be Howard Stern here. Like, I'm not going for R-rated. Okay. Okay. But I'm not not going for it, you know? Okay. I mean, we draw, like, fuck, you know? <laughs> there. It there. Feels we're, good to we're, say officially, we're officially R-rated. I dropped the F-bomb. I There's no it. going back. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I'm not going to bleep it out. Let's do it. <laughs> You know? So I'll just go ahead and apologize to my mom right now. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Does the F word bother your mother? No, I don't think so. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm trying to be respectful. I uh, have a hard time dropping the F bomb in front of my mom. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because she, like, used to hit we you with just, a ruler or something? Yeah. No, she never hit me, but we were just, like, a really, like, no swearing household. Okay. I was the bottom of the just, barrel. I got three older brothers, and yeah. there was a swear factory. Yeah, that'll do it. I was the second child, and my older sibling was my sister, and she was okay. not a troublemaker. Is that why your voice is so deep? Because you had a sister that had a higher octane than you? Um, no, my voice is the way it is, uh, part by just sort of nature. It's kind of... <laughs> kind of always a little so you were made that way okay well also i had like uh like i talked really low when i was a young child okay because you wanted to hit puberty faster than everyone no else, no or? i had like really bad tonsillitis and adenoids okay, and okay. stuff okay. and so i always just sort of spoke in a in a low kind of raspy register from uh from being a young kid and, and having all those throat problems and stuff then i hit puberty that compounded the issue. Okay. And then a few years after hitting puberty, I started uh, singing in a death metal band. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, like just, screamo? Is that what death metal is? It's like no, screaming? Like, I don't I understand mean, death metal, so. I can I can answer your question thoroughly. <laughs> so, you know emo, right? Yeah. So, like, emo, emo, you know what emo means, right? Like, emotional? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Emo is just short for emotional. So you just like got people, eh, eh, they sound sad when yeah, they're, they're yeah. singing and stuff. That's emo. And then you got people who are like so emotional that maybe they're like, ah, you know, okay, okay. that's screamo. That seems like it would do a lot for your voice box for sure. I'm getting hyper specific about genres here because screamo is I've like, led you down you, a path of no hear, return. Well, you hear that <laughs> emo has a lot of associations with like crying. And to yes. me, screamo is a little more like, screaming it's the angry but emotion of, but out of crying oh the cry you know? scream yeah okay i get it i get it it's a little bit i don't know it's bitchy you know <laughs> whereas death metal is about like trying to sound like the devil or okay. a, a demon or okay. like okay so when i go back to listen to all of your podcasts i'm also going to dip into some some death metal and really uh get, there's one episode where i talk about death metal more than i already have on this episode. <laughs> oh that's a lot and that's with jordan you know jordan right uh no i don't think he played last jordan. night before campbell woods okay campbell woods played at jordan's house okay okay jordan hawn Jordan. I always have to think of what his last name is because in my phone he's Jordan Elmsley. Because that's the street he lives on. It's the street he lives on, and it's the name of his band. Do you have a social insurance number too, or we're just going to give that one uh, as well? No. Or? Okay. But I recorded his new EP. Okay. And made his music videos. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And we have beers together sometimes. He's a good guy. Cool. Yeah. I look. I like look forward to chatting with him. So you haven't met Jordan yet? I don't think I met Jordan. You'll have to listen to his podcast. You'll get to know all about Jordan. Okay, perfect. And then podcast. I'll know everything about him. He's It'll from be Iroquois. Like, from Iroquois? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I heard it's really hard to get KFC up there. You know what my son calls KFC? What? The Kid Fattening Center. 
That is a very accurate description. That slang did not, I, I did not know that slang when I was a child. Although it wasn't as like KFC when I was a kid. It was still Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was Kentucky Fried It was always Kentucky Fried Chicken until they found the rats and then it was KFC. There's so many rumors <laughs> about why they changed to KFC. I think they just thought it was zippy sounding. I think so. Yeah. I heard cause the, when they because when our did society it, got lazier, and then they realized, you know what, we got to really break this down. The rumor I heard when they first changed it was, um, "Oh yeah, it's because the uh, the chicken they use is so genetically modified that legally they're not allowed to call it chicken anymore." See, I don't, I don't. Buy so that. they had to just call it letters. See, I, I find that really hard to believe. You know? Oh, it's. Total, I just recently so had to do my rumor. food handler certificate. Yeah. For the government of Ontario. Yeah. And let me tell you, there's it's pretty extensive stuff. There's like 200 slides on that thing. Yeah. And, you know, they're pretty concerned about uh, the quality of food product you're serving. So, yeah. like, maybe KFC in other countries maybe isn't as a... But I, I, I truly believe that the KFC in Canada is it's got to be chicken. In Japan, they just call it Kentucky. Because <laughs> only chicken comes from Kentucky. They just <laughs> It's just like, like Kentucky here, mean, like, it could mean like a horse race. It could mean the state. It, so many like, things. You know? uh, the first thing I think but about like, is bourbon when you mention yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, but over there, I mean, there's there's nothing that's Kentucky except for Kentucky fried chicken. And so, so it's just, just Kentucky. They ju- con- yeah, yeah, Kentucky. Makes sense. Makes sense. They just call it Kentucky. Okay. They also, it, it works for them because they, all their words have to end in a vowel in Japan. That's how their language works. Actually? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's, and then there's like so many words that have just been sort of adopted from English, okay. but when they adopt them from English and they end in a consonant, they have to add a vowel. So just changing the English language through Japanese. Yeah. Like language. in Japan, ice cream is ice creamu. Creamu, because it's yeah. a cow, so it ends with the moo. <laughs> uh, maybe I never even thought of that. Maybe they just—I mean, there's only so many vowels you can pick, and they that's have, true. They have to that's pick true. A vowel. Like neck necktie is neckty. Why are you like just you're learning Japanese? Is that what's happening? Right no, now? I had a friend who uh, lived in Japan and, okay. and used to regale me about okay. uh, the Japanese language that he was so. It seems very complicated with. to learn a language like that. Yeah, very. We have a hard enough time just getting to know our own. You know. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning English. So words, I'm like, what? What is that word you just used? <laughs> How do I not know this word? I didn't pay attention enough in school, I guess. I don't know. I should probably read more books. <laughs> we were going to talk about your backstory. We and were, then, and, then and then we, we got off we, on a weird tangent yeah, already. About Japan. Yeah. Ice cream in Japan. So you moved here. I moved here. You moved to Smith Falls. Almost, you- almost a year ago, uh, this, uh, this, the end of June will be a, a year in Smith Falls. Nice. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I got to meet people like you. It's great. Why? Why'd you come Why here? did I move here? Th- that's the most, that's like the classic response when you tell somebody who's lived here for a while and I haven't yeah. lived here that long, but I'm picking things up. <laughs> people are like, why? Yeah. Why? Why did you move why? to Smith Falls? I don't know. You know, I mean, I'll tell, tell you why. I'll tell you the whole story. If you want to start at the beginning or. Okay. Okay. So I was living in Ottawa for, mm-hmm. for many moons. Um, and then we had the old COVID outbreak there. That hit Ottawa too. Eh? It, yeah. I know. Yeah. Crazy. It didn't just hit, hit Lanark. It was, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. The, the whole world shut down. I don't know what you were doing, but that's what was going on for us. I was making podcasts. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. Good. Good way to pass time. So I was living in Ottawa for many years and uh, kind of trying to figure out what my next stage of life would be. And 
I was in a position to, you know, own a property and do what I got to do. We went into lockdown. Like, I mean, I don't even know how many lockdowns there's been now, but I don't even know. Anyway, we had a lockdown in an April. My bar that I was working at at the time closed on a Friday. Yeah. I had called my brother that night, my brother who lives in British Columbia, and uh, we had had a, quite a drunken conversation, as one does after midnight. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I agreed to, to go to BC. I think that's... I think I agreed to that. So I got in the car on the Sunday with the dog and I drove to BC. Now, let me tell you, driving across this country through a pandemic, it was like ghost town. It yeah. was pretty nuts, yeah. um, but beautiful nonetheless. So I spent some time there and I got all the way, all the way to the West. I was out on the Sunshine Coast and Pat called me and uh, he asked me about this project he was working on saying, you know, I'm looking for someone to to get on this journey with me and i had just gotten there and i was in the car with my brother we were going to pizza hut to get a party pack it was a uh, wrestlemania that evening so i had priorities and i kind of dismissed pat and i was like yeah 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 like i'll call you on the way back mm -hmm. so i stayed in bc for uh almost five weeks and on my way home i stopped at the saskatchewan sign and i called my cousin pat and uh just asked him like what is, what are you talking about man and he said i'm going to open this this bar in smith falls i want you to do it with me and i got back to ottawa and i put an offer on a house 2 weeks later and i moved to smith falls awesome <laughs> that's what happened it was uh pretty rapid but uh so I, what bar were you at before before the covid hit and everything changed before covid hit i was working at a place down in the Ottawa downtown core sector near Slater Street, a couple blocks from Parliament, uh, there was a an adult food court, as I would call it, but it's it's called a food hall, as all the kids would be calling it. It's basically like you know, like a like a food court with a bar in it, like, mm -hmm. you know, the fanciest airport bar downtown right. Ottawa. That's what makes it adult, then. Yeah, the exactly. Presence of but alcohol. Big stage. It's called Queen Street Fair. Uh, so I was there at the beginning of the project, an open space and. Uh, got really big and involved and uh, just kind of realized that that wasn't the direction that I wanted to be going in my life. And mm -hmm. I love serving. I love people. And I wasn't uh, necessarily following my my own true passion in that sense. And uh, so I wanted to be able to come to a small town and share a little bit of love and light in, mm -hmm. a, in a little bit of an easier way that I could feel really good about myself every day. And uh, grown to love this community very much. I'm very happy to be here. So you came here to do that. And tell us about that. What's that project? What's this bar? You're opening up a bar. I'm opening a bar. You came here a year falls. ago to do it. I know. I know. It's been a roller coaster. I didn't actually think it was going to happen, but uh, it's happening now. And uh, yeah, so there's a, an old heritage building in town. It's the Fuller Post Office. That was originally the first post office in Smith Falls. Uh, it was... Beautifully restored by Mr. Bruce Linton, and um, he approached Pat, and and then Pat approached me, and so we're opening a speakeasy in the basement, and uh, it's called the Post Office because I feel like that's very fitting. It's going to be a wine bar, lounge, small plates, cocktails. My background would be classic cocktails, I guess. So high octane, pretty simple, well executed drinks in a space that literally brings you back to 1884 <laughs> pretty yeah, much so, so sell me on this vibe a little harder like what's uh i, I first of all i haven't even i haven't even been in there you have right? i haven't taken you in there no yet. i've been promised oh tours gosh. like 10 different oh, no. times between you and pat and i have not been in there yet well it's a it's a it's a 
stone walls. So you've got some big limestone brick in there and the actual bar itself is uh, made out of the original limestone bricks of the chimney that once existed in that building. Uh, it's going to be 30 seats, very intimate, low lights, good music, good friends, put your phone away and just uh, enjoy your time kind of thing. So a classy joint. Classy joint. Nice. Yeah, but I'm still going to be the one behind the bar. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think I think when people hear high end, they assume that there's a little bit of a nose in the air about it. But, you know, I've been working at Bowie's for the past year and getting to know people. And that's what I have to keep reminding them of. It's still going to be me. Yeah. It's just me pouring yeah. things that I really love. Yeah. So it's going to only make your experience better. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's uh, it's going to be challenging and I think I think this small town is ready for it. I think there's a a want and a need for it. So what kind of cocktails you got planned? Oh, well, I'm going to start out pretty pretty classic and simple at the beginning, you know, I've got some traditional uh What's, what's one of the good ones? I've got a, a blackberry bramble on there. So that would be your muddled blackberry with some, some lime and some crushed ice and some bourbon. Um, you know, you've got your old fashions and your martinis. Basically, you're going to be able to get the best gin martini that you can get in this town, not this bar. And then I've got a few of my own cocktails peppered in there, but, uh, we'll see how she goes. Yeah. We'll see how she goes. I'm willing to. Stick it out. I went to a place once where they would light some wood chips on fire. Yeah. And yeah. then they put the glass over top, so all the smoke yeah. went into the glass. It's a very popular thing. It's a smoked cocktail. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's more of like a fall-winter thing, though, you know? I, I've never had one. Does it actually work, or is it just more of a visual presentation thing? It, it works, for sure. For sure. Um, I have, like, a, a, a personal qualm with smoked cocktails to be yeah. honest with you you know i feel like i don't know when you go to a bar where you want to experience flavor and smell and all that stuff aroma aroma if you will uh you know if i'm sitting at a bar and some guy orders a smoked old fashioned and i'm trying to drink a strawberry daiquiri mm. that smoke is just mm. taking over my entire experience so it's inconsiderate the, you know uh, yeah i mean it's cool it's cool for sure uh, i think there's a time and a place for it absolutely that's that's one thing that i'm just not uh not on board for but you know what who knows who knows maybe yeah. I'll, I'll get some smoke up in there Depends, but I don't like to intrude on other people's experiences. No, that's an interesting take. I hadn't thought about it that way before. Yeah, you know, you're just trying to enjoy yourself, and all of a sudden you got hickory all up in your business. You know, if I wanted to go to a smokehouse, I go to a smokehouse. Yeah, house. yeah, it's like wearing too much perfume. Yeah, well, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. I've worked at many places where uh, the the ownership will say we don't do perfume here. Like, be clean, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you don't want to impose on that experience. You know, everybody loves a good smell, but. When you're trying to have other things going on, it can kind of take over your time. People are very sensitive to smell these days. It's probably COVID. I think COVID did that. I thought that <laughs> reduced your sense of smell. Yeah, but I think then you come back. It's kind of like a like a Spider Man situation. You know, you get you get bit, and then mm, your whole life changes after so long that. Without the sense of taste, yeah, that it comes back you tenfold. Yeah, you have super taste. It's super taste. Thanks to COVID. Mm -hmm. So almost a year. Mm -hmm. almost a year what's your favorite part of the falls been so when i did move here last summer i was in transition i was uh doing some renovations on my house so i i didn't get to really experience a lot of smith falls summertime mm -hmm. last year which i'm really looking forward to there's lots of trails and exploring to be done you can even rent kayaks you can rent kayaks that's true. that's true i know that guy's really been pushing his pedal and paddles eh? yeah. i love the water here it's great that's what 
did it for me. Yeah, it's really not that difficult to see how amazing of a place this is, just aesthetically, if you yeah. will. And then uh, everyone that I've met here is really great. I, you know, I haven't had any bad experiences. People hold doors here for you, you know? Mm -hmm. People like, there's no honking. There's, everyone's like, understands that things need to be done in a timely manner, but they're not kind of forcing you to get going with your day. That's not what like I like the, about Smith Falls. Not those, not like those Torontonians. Yeah, it's just too much for me. You know, I love, I loved being in Ottawa. It was a great city. Loved it for so many reasons. But are people uh, like that in Ottawa these days? I mean, it's hard to say these days because there's so much stuff that's changed these days, right? Like, I could, I could say these days, like three years ago, when things were like regular. Every time I go back in Ottawa, it's like. I'll see like the new buildings or the construction, There's how a much lot stuff has changed. I've definitely noticed how much worse traffic yeah. is yeah. since I used to live in Which Ottawa. Which is crazy because everybody works from home now. I'm just always like, where are people going? Mm -hmm. Where do you have to be? It makes no sense. But that's what I always notice about Toronto in specific is that like everybody's always honking at you. They're always honking at you. Yeah, like, and it's you not stop at a stop sign, and they honk at you for stopping at the stop sign. <laughs> You're at a red light, and the light turns green, and like the second, like they have such fast reaction time. As soon as that light turns green, they're laying on that horn, like move. I'm important. I You're just, in my way. I have places to I be. I just don't want to live do. my life like that, man. That just sounds terrible. I don't really like doing much of anything before 11 a.m. Right? Like waking up and just being like, man, I'm going to interact with so many terrible people before I get to where I have to get to. Like, I don't want to live my life like that. Since mm -hmm. It's not my jam. Some people, you know, that's how they operate and I'm not here to judge that. But for me, no, thank you. So the water, it was the water that did it for you? Well, and then obviously, you know, I have family here and I had a beautiful opportunity, opportunity to, to, yeah. to run a business. And, you know, in, in a city, you've got cocktail bars and restaurants on every corner mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of uh, maybe holding yourself back a little bit because someone else is doing something that you initially wanted to do that yeah, you yeah. that you have to say, well, no, they're they're doing this thing down here and I can't do that because I'm going to be stepping on their toes. and. Yeah. So coming to a small town where there's an opportunity to fill a gap, I mm -hmm. think is what's really exciting for me. Yeah. That's one thing I notice about this town all the time is you know, we've talked about a lot on this podcast. It's just the, the amount of opportunities that still exist. Oh, absolutely. In this town. Absolutely. We don't have a bike shop. Yeah. I, I, we don't I'm have a really, stereo store. We don't have a camera store. Yeah. But there's, there's, so there's growth for that. And you don't necessarily need all those things, but I think that there's gaps to fill, which leads to bigger opportunity and, and more community support within that. Mm -hmm. You know, like we just saw the beautiful porch fest that happened yesterday. Yeah, was I was just going to say, was, talking yeah, of uh, yeah. talking of community support. Yeah, was like that was that was a very uh, uh, you know an emotional day for me in the sense that I was really moved by that community support, and that's why I moved here. That's what I want yeah, to be a part yeah. of. I want to be a part listener, of that growth. For our listeners who missed it, who may have missed it, this is the day after we're recording this. The day after porch fest. Mm -hmm. Smith's Falls first annual porch fest. Yeah. Which is uh it was it's a very hit. much yeah, it's very much what it sounds like, people. It's right in my neighborhood. And uh you're not on my side of the no, water. Are I'm you? on it's the not, other side of the water. In, it's not in Jill's neighborhood. No, no. But it's in my neighborhood and uh there was like yeah, it's five porches. Look it up on Facebook if you want all the details. You yeah. missed it. You missed it already. 
Yeah, so we're going to, you know, hopefully get that going next year, yeah, too. Yeah, it was great. There was, uh, I heard somebody today told me that they figured there was probably about 250 people. See, that's what I was figuring. There was, a, there was a few moments where I, I thought, you know, there's got to be at least 100 people here. Yeah. Lawn know? chairs on yeah. lawns, music on porches. Very respectful. Oh, yeah. You know? there, was, there was, like, not a shred of garbage. No, everyone was cleaning it was, up. Yeah. It was, and, like, that's the stuff. Zero trouble. That's Zero the stuff. Trouble. You know, everybody was really supportive of one another. People were taking care of everybody's children you know mm-hmm. it was uh it was fun it was really really great to see that that is happening you know and that's what you know that's what i want to be a part of yeah we had a pig roast and everything <laughs> did you get any of the pig i didn't get any of the pig i uh i, I had somebody that. into the night it was uh, very delicious yeah i very, did see the, the pig head cut off on a steak and it smelled delicious, mm-hmm. and, you know, but uh, I never made it back for the pig. But we had some good times. Yeah, it was great. It's good to see things are happening. There's all kinds of stuff here that's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to look for it. Like anywhere. You just have to look for it. And you have to be proactive and say, yeah. I want to be involved in something and then go see what's happening. Or And if it's not happening, then do it yourself. Yeah. What are you going to get up to this summer other than opening a bar? Well, um, I'm going to just explore the area. I want to go on some hikes with my dog and I'm yeah. going to go do some kayaking. And yeah, I, I don't want to say I'm a big hiker. It's always something that I wanted to be, you know, mm-hmm. but as someone that works in a bar... It's uh, days pass by really quickly, you know? yeah. but if I can get like a half decent tan and uh, spend some time outdoors and that would be great. Where do you take your dog around here? Uh, I take him down to Lower Reach Park. That's usually yeah. where I walk him. Have um, you been to the dog park yet? I have not been to the dog park. I've had, I've heard some things about the dog park. Right across the way from really? Lower Reach. It's like a little spot though, eh? It's not that big. It's big enough. Yeah. Oh, they can run. It's big enough to party. Oh yeah. They can okay. run okay. for sure. check it yeah. out. It's good. Okay. It's good. It gets a little, uh, at least I've heard. I don't even know. It gets yeah, you a little, don't even know. You haven't even been. No, no, I've been. Part. I've been. <laughs> I just haven't been in, the, what I was going to say is that I've heard that in the summer it gets a little, like the dog poo, dog pee. Ah, uh, yes, the, yes, the yes, 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 yes. There's no janitor and, and, service. And the heat and the, okay. um, but I haven't been there in like the middle of a heat wave in the summer. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been there a few times and- it's been good. It's been I like good. to go up to uh, Westport there. has some nice trails, eh? Yeah. And that big view. It's nice up there. Yeah, I went and checked out, um, what's the name of that? Foley Mountain? Foley Mountain. Yeah. 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 Shot a music video on Foley Mountain. Oh, yeah? Was it a, what is, was it a death metal? Uh, no, it was for Jordan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, is that has... on your website as well? Is that what I have to look at when uh, I'm done this podcast? No, we haven't released that video yet. Okay. We haven't released that video yeah. But we shot on, did a whole bunch of like drone shots with him standing on the cool. edge of Foley Mountain. Yeah, there's so much green space around here. It's beautiful. Like, why wouldn't you? It's so close to everything. Kingston's yeah. there, Ottawa's there. Yeah. You know, you're not that far. Yeah, my cottage is like an hour 20. Oh, that's good. From here. That's good. You got a boat? We do. Yeah. What kind of boat? It's like a pontoon boat. Those are the best yeah. kind of boats. Party boat. Party boat. Holds 10 to 12 people. Perfect. Yep. I'll be looking forward to my invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can come. That's what I'm going to do this summer. I'm going to your yeah. cottage yeah, to answer cottage. your question. <laughs> it's a good cottage. My grandpa bought that cottage. Is it like a cottage or is it like a house on a lake? Because um, I think that this this is. I, I meet a lot of people from other countries, eh? And, and and we're the only country that people do cottages. Yeah. Even in other provinces, it's not a cottage; it's a cabin. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a common misconception. Sometimes if people you're up from say, like North Bay, Sudbury area, it's camp. It's camp, right? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you got like these, it's a house. If you, if you, you know, I just. I mean, I. If I you know, have plastic I, siding on the side of your cottage, it's a house. 
You know? Well, I mean, we have an addition okay. on the cottage that has vinyl siding mm. on it. How many bathrooms are in this cottage? We have a total of three bathrooms. That's a house. That's a house on the lake. It's it's <laughs> not a four season okay. building. Okay. Okay. You can't be there in the winter. Right. We get our water from the lake. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's got a well. No, we don't even have a well. No, it's just lake, lake we, water. So you can't, we you can't drink just the water, get our water up there. Okay. from the lake. Well, you can drink it if you boil it or if you put like, <laughs> one of those tablets in it. Okay, okay. We have no well. We have a septic. Um, okay, all right. But all it's right. like it's like rough around the edges. There's some nice cottages on our lake that I feel. Fit Is it a big lake? At. Is there fast boats on this lake? Uh, no, it's not a big lake. It's a small lake. That's it's not, definitely that's nice. a, definitely a small that's lake. Nice. I can swim across it. Okay, I know that because I did it <laughs> in record time. No, not record time. I don't know what the record would be, but we uh, we have like a trophy on the wall of our like a trophy wall okay. on, the, on the wall of our cottage with a plaque. You get your name on the plaque if you swim across the lake. Okay. I like, it's like a Stanley Cup version plaque. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. My lake is called Buckshot Lake. Buckshot Lake. Yeah. So That's the plaque says name. the great Buckshot Lake swim. Oh my God. <laughs> I and, love uh, that. I did it in, I think I did it in 1988. 1988? You're not yeah. that old. Pretty old. I was born in 1987. We covered that. I know you were. Jesus. Uh, July 2nd, 1987. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those fireworks every year, though, they're for me. Don't, don't get it wrong, okay? Yeah. When you see them, you're going to think of yeah. me. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, happy birthday, Jill. Because all my friends are always hungover on the second, you know? Right. So I have to celebrate on the first. My buddy Ron was born on the first. Yeah, and he probably feels like he's got the shit out of the stick. He's always telling me that that's his birthday, not Canada's. See? Yeah, I, I feel like we have a similar outlook on that. Absolutely. But your birthday is uh, June 17th, correct? That's correct. Okay, this is the same day as my father's birthday, which is this year. Is that actually Father's Day? Not this year. Not it's this two year. days before Father's okay. Day this but year. But it always lands on that weekend, right? So it, you, you kind of have a similar close. thing. You yeah, know, you're already close. celebrating yeah. with every other dad. That's not fair. It's also your birthday. Yeah, well, I mean... It changed that I think changed a little bit more for me when I became a dad. Cause then I had like the two things going on. Yeah. But then on your birthday weekend, you would have to celebrate your own father. So then it wasn't even about you. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, we you know, work. We I'll work. celebrate you this year and it's my father. not as, not as hard as like being born on Christmas. All right. You don't want to be born on Christmas. Unless you're Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> then Yeah. I guess. <laughs> then that would just make sense, right? Would, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Do you think people reflect on that and they're like, you know what? I wasn't born on Christmas. I was, I was born on the same day as Jesus instead of saying Christmas. Like if you were like, if you were like Jewish and mm-hmm. you, and you don't celebrate Christmas, would, would is that what you would say? We well, you don't really believe in Jesus either. No, Jews believe in Jesus. They just don't believe that he was the guy. They don't believe he was the Messiah. Okay, but they believe he was a prophet. Okay, okay, yeah. and as do Muslims. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they both recognize, that's my understanding, is that they both recognize him as a prophet, just not as the Messiah. Christians are like, the Messiah, he was here, and we hope he comes back again one more time someday. But Jews are like, we haven't had one yet, we're still waiting, we're still just waiting. Yeah, that's okay, that's patience right there. Yeah, they're a patient people, (laughs) very patient people. (laughs) Is your heritage just French? 
We were talking about this earlier tonight. You came over to my house for a barbecue tonight. Yeah, I we did. We were talking about 23andMe and DNA and yeah, all that stuff. we were. We were talking about that. Uh, yeah, my uh, my father's side is French-French, uh, from France, from Agenais. That's where the last name Dagenais comes from. So on that side, French. And then I think I think maybe my grandpere. This is how English I am. Like, I don't speak French, but I still refer to them as my grandmère and grandpère. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I, I think that they had some, maybe there's some like, German in there, or what did we say? Uh, some, some other European things. Again, I told you I'm bad at geography. Yeah. Um, and then my mother's side is, uh, Irish and French. So my grandfather was Irish and my grandmother was French. So a little bit more French in there. But as you know, my cousin Patrick is like six five and I am five five. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm the I'm the French one in the family. My you know my brothers are all the same height as Pat, and he put me in a room with them, and I'm I'm the small one. <laughs> Your brothers are all six five. Well, uh, six six three six four. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. So you know I had to figure out how to have a big personality because you're not yeah. winning anything. Yeah, physically anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where are your brothers now? Uh, I have two brothers that live on the West Coast, out uh, Sunshine Coast. Uh, right, you mentioned one earlier. Yeah, uh, one of them is a little bit of a nomad, if you will. He was in Mexico for a while, uh, but he's back in BC now. And then uh, my other brother lives in Peterborough, which I lived for a moment, a brief moment. Not too far away. Not too far away at all. So I see him quite often. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I like that the guys live in BC because it's an excuse to go out there once a year and check out the mountains. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think when you live in a place like that or... Any place that has a beautiful landscape, you kind of forget that it's there, you know? It's easy to take things for granted. Yeah. You know, my sure. my favorite thing about going out there is the Sea Sky Highway, and it blows my mind every time. And uh, they they don't even look at it anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I don't, I would never want to lose that. So I don't think I could ever live in a place like that, but it's really nice that I have more than one reason to go out there mm-hmm. and experience it. Absolutely. So you're going to hike around the area. What else are you going to do in town? What are you going to do right in town? In t- well, since I'm going to be uh, opening up this bar, I'm not going to be working at a bar. So I'm going to try. I'm going to do some movies in the park, I think. Oh, yeah. I like that. We're doing that again this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I haven't heard too much about it yet. Do movies in the park? I, I actually haven't. I haven't done a movies in the park yet. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing. I want to go out to the old, uh, what is it? Uh, the drive-in there. Mm. Yeah, I want to check that out. I need to do that too. I haven't been to the port. Yeah. I used to always go, I lived in Guelph for a little over a decade and they had a drive-in there. That was like one of the, one of the few remaining drive-ins in Ontario along with the Port Elmsley drive-in. So Port Elmsley, that's what it is, yeah. And Guelph was just outside of Guelph. It's called the Mustang drive-in. Was it uh, strictly uh, Mustang exclusive? Did you no. have to have a Mustang? No, to, you did to not go? need to drive okay. a Mustang. Just Fords, though, right? It's Ford, Ford. Only Fords. Only, Only Fords. Fords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in with my Fiesta. Nice, but it was nice. Yeah, I like the driving. It's, uh, yeah, it's a good way driving. to. It's a good way to see. You know, my movie. first my first driving experience as a young child. I, I remember it quite vividly. Uh, we had an Astro van. It was mm-hmm. it was blue, uh, light blue with a with a dark blue stripe, and uh, we went and watched Jurassic Park. Mm. And I remember putting the pajamas on and running around in the in the playground and being corralled to go sit down and eat popcorn and watch the movie. And it was the first time I saw Jurassic Park. Certainly was not the last, but I, I don't actually remember the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But I remember the experience. Yeah, uh, it's so nostalgic. I think that those are they're they're a dying thing. They're so, it's so cool, and it's a double feature. 
It's like 14 bucks to see two movies if you want to. You don't even have to stay for the second one. My parents' first date was at the drive-in. Ooh, do you know what kind of car they were in? I don't know what kind of car they were in, but I know that they were... When, like, you had to attach the thing to your car? It would have been back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were teenagers trying to save money, so they were hiding in the trunk of the car while the other two people on, like, their double date drove in. They Love that. They hid in the trunk of the car to save two admission prices. Which then was probably like 10 cents. And it was their first date, and my dad farted in the trunk of the car. (laughs) No, Dutch (laughs) Ovender in in the trunk. In the trunk of the car. Yeah. Oh, no. And it was that was it for your mom, eh? She was like, I'm in it now. I guess so. If you can stand that, you can stand anything. They made it through that. They made it through that. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. It's a great story. It's yeah. a great story. And I would, I and I don't feel bad about telling it because I've been told it like a hundred times by oh, my mother. Oh yeah, so you, yeah, they love telling that story. Is, she is not, she is not ashamed of this story. She's told it to me so many That's times. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah, he farted, <laughs> farted in the trunk. Do you know what? Did they? Did she tell you what movie they went to see? Uh, no. No, that's never. They, you know why they don't know? Because they never, were just making out in the trunk all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right after that big <laughs> fart. That's how you know it's true love, really. So there's the closure on Russell Street, and Bowie's is going to be doing some live music, which I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah, every Saturday every in Saturday June yeah. and July. And July. And July. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and July. But not July second. Cause, no, because you know, uh, the party will be Everybody's going to be partied out yeah. from the first. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. What's that called again? Uh, you know what? I, I think originally when they had done it previously in years, it was called the Bustle on Russell. No, I don't, no, no. The that's Bustle on Russell is a one-time event. It was a one-time event. Okay, so um, this is I just... I think it's uh, going to happen again this year, the Bustle, but that's it was okay. October. It was like fall. It's a fall event, the Bustle. Okay. Oh, like a harvest situation. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't thematically tied in with the harvest, but yeah, yeah okay. t- time-wise. It was, so it I was don't the know. first weekend in October when it happened before. It was pre-COVID, the October before COVID. Okay. That's when the Bustle on Russell Okay, happened. so I don't know what it's called then. I have no idea. I, di- I didn't go to the Bustle on Russell. I was out of town tending to some business. Out of town business. Out of town business, yes, but uh, Spenny. Spenny. Spenny was at Bowie's. He brought the house down, I hear. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good time. The bustle on Russell. I thought this was like market, market Saturday. Oh, cause there's going to be some, some local vendors of sorts. There will be correct? some local vendors. Correct. We don't know who that is, but I'm looking so, forward to that. That's going to be good. Saturday yeah, it'll nights. be good. It'll be good. I, and it's right near the post office. So it'll give me a good opportunity to be out there. Mm-hmm. Kissing babies. So I know you're open soon. When, but when do you, do you have a date? Do you have a, so, do you have like an official the, opening the date? The funny thing is, is that I've been, uh, I've been telling people that the tentative date is July 5th, uh, which I just realized today, uh, is a Tuesday. And, uh, so it's going to, pending everything goes well, it will be July 6th, right. which will be a Wednesday so that I can enjoy my 35th birthday, uh, before. Diving headfirst into a, a new business, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to take that time for yourself. Absolutely. Work-life balance. Absolutely. People forget about it. Yeah. It's easy to forget. I think I'm going to get out on the water a lot this year. Yeah? I might yeah. do a LeBoat. A LeBoat. You see, like, if you do a LeBoat, I'm down. I've done Let's a LeBoat. Let's do it. Before. I did a LeBoat. Not this past summer, now, like, but the one how how does the lipo work? Like, can you? How far can you go? How low can you go? You can go um, almost 
uh, from well, I didn't go Ottawa way, but you can you can that's the choice you have to make. You're going to go one way or the other. Uh, I went Kingston way. Okay. I didn't make it as far as Kingston, but you can make it as far as Kingston. Now, technically, you could get out onto Lake Ontario from Kingston and go like you go all the way down to Nashville through the waterways, no. but not on but not on the boat. Y- yes, like if you had a boat. Then, okay, 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 but not on the boat. Like, boat. Technically, you're not allowed to go into like Ontario like as per their policy. Okay, oh, okay, okay. You know, uh, they don't want people. So if you were to get the boat, where, what would you do? Would it be like a weekend thing? Uh, I did a three day on the boat. And so, you know, we, we went out for a day and a half and that got us like, I think 60% of the actual trip to Kingston, like after a day and a half. Okay. That's leisurely travel. Yeah, of you know? course. You just hang um, there for a nice time. That's what both are for. When there's a pit stop, you you take it. You know. So we we stopped in uh, we stopped at CC's on the Rideau mm-hmm. first, and then we I think we overnighted at Beverages Locks. Okay. And then uh, we did an overnight at Westport. We stopped in at Portland, and we stopped in at Newborough. There's so many great little towns. It's so awesome. Yeah. Just hop, skip. Yeah. You know, they're all, I mean, on a boat is great because you can go for a few days, but otherwise, it's like just really nice day trips, you know? Mm-hmm. There's so much to explore. I've driven across this country twice, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, I would do it a hundred times again. It is such an ever-changing landscape in our country, and I would recommend it to anyone. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, when you go, you drive in past the prairies and you chase the sun, and that's just like the best drive. And then on the way back, you f- you realize that it's just as beautiful coming back as it was going out there, you mm-hmm. know? It's it's gorgeous. And so just as like a snippet of our community and the counties surrounding it, it's it's gorgeous, you know. There's a lot of great stuff here. You meet a lot of people that have traveled all over the world and I'm not I'm not well traveled at all and that's fine, but I it was really important to me to see my country the best mm-hmm. way that I could before doing any other country. Mm-hmm. This is a massive country. I still yeah. haven't been out east, you know? Yeah. And that's just like something to absolutely be shared. Like people, yeah. when you talk about people going to the East Coast and how friendly and familiar people are, like that's what, that's what I want in my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just the, the 45 minute drive radius around Smith Falls is, there's so much to explore. I as well. I have not done a lot of world traveling. Never, never even been to Europe. Done North America. I've been all over the states. I've been to Mexico, and I've been all over Canada. And uh, yeah, we got some good stuff around here, man. We got some really good stuff. I went out to the rest of the country. In my the, opinion, the Badlands up in Alberta, where they they found the majority of the yeah, yeah. the Canadian dinosaur bones, yep. and that is. You just you, you don't feel like what's that place called? Drumheller. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you I feel like you're in Argentina, like you know, from what I would only hope to be as beautiful as that, you know, and you just all of a sudden you're just there, mm-hmm. and you're like, how there's canyons and there's mountains and then there's lakes and then there's prairies and it's just it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I would recommend it to anyone if you could get on a bus or take a drive. It's not that bad. How do you like the prairies? Yeah, you know, I the first time I drove across Canada, it was winter. I drove uh, 
for Christmas. I was I was planning to get to British Columbia for Christmas. So uh, I drove through the prairies, and uh, my windshield washer fluid uh, broke. So I didn't. <laughs> I was. <laughs> pouring a, a cup of water on the on the windshield as I was driving in between so many transports. But the neat thing about the prairie is, is that it's rolling hills, and especially when there's snow, it, it really does feel like where the sky meets the ocean. You know, mm-hmm. it has its own horizon. Yeah. And it's flat, 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 and then you hit Saskatchewan and it starts rolling. It starts rolling, and then you hit Calgary, and then all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere, and, and there's Banff. And then you're just dumbfounded. Like, how, how is this, how did this happen? You know, I enjoyed the prairies, you know. I stopped a few times this, this time around. It was a uh, springtime. And there, especially because it was a pandemic, there wasn't a lot of traffic on the roads. Uh, and I stopped and it's dead quiet for miles and miles and miles. And there isn't that city glow until you get mm-hmm. really to Saskatchewan because Manitoba is like a half a second. Um, so you, you see the actual nature of it and it's just vast driving th- through there during the nighttime. This is that stars that you haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, that's one of my favorite things about road trips in general and traveling around in a car is seeing places that are quiet like yeah. that and yeah. seeing places that quite honestly just make me think like, how does this place even exist? Mm-hmm. Why are people here? I have a lot of how those is, thoughts. How is this real? Yeah. Yeah. Who decided I'm going to come live here along with the 11 other people <laughs> who live in this locale? I know. I know. And those questions, I just find them so intriguing. You know, like we talk about our town and we have all these like lists of reasons why we would come yeah. here. They're, it's very quick and easy. Look well, at the water. I, I, you, there's 10,000 people. It's a stop Business gap, opportunity. Right? Yeah. Like, like there's so many things that line up. It's like, and then you're driving through like horn pain or, or, or going through it. Like, cause I went through on the train. I saw okay. these places like you literally can't even drive yeah. to. Yeah. They're inaccessible by Well, car. even going through getting out of Ontario where it's it's just blown out rock, right? Like you're you're driving through mm-hmm. through dead zones and there's nothing and you're like, "How? How is there this winding road here? How they do, don't even how have any Wi-Fi here. How do they survive?" I know, terrible, terrible. They're doing they're experiencing life. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. In a different way. In the old way. But yeah, it's, it was this gorgeous drive. I would do it again and again and again. You ever done the train? I haven't done the train, no. Train's good. No. I feel like the train would probably make me sleep, and then I would miss it all. Well, I mean, you got to sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You have to sleep. And I mean, if you're on a road trip by yourself, then obviously you're not sleeping and moving. No, and I took my dog with me this time, so I had to stop quite a bit, right? So I, I stopped in a lot of places. A lot of time on road trips, you're still sleeping, because you got, like, another driver, and you're trading off. It's true. It's true. You know? I found that. Like I could take in some of the scenery a lot better because I'm not worried about, you know, keeping my eyes on mm-hmm. my my gas tank or my speedometer or the yellow lines on the road. Yeah, I found I couldn't. I I I went through. Plus, you can drink on the train, and they let you drink on the train. They're like, go off, go to the LCBO, get get a bottle of wine, and come bring it on the train and drink your booze on the train. I love Canada. Yeah. I love Canada, yeah. you know, just really support each other that way. <laughs> it, yeah, it's there's something about just driving with really, not really, okay, yeah, there's a destination, but when the destination is four days away, you have to kind of accept that from start to finish, yeah. right? 
Yeah, it's no quicker on the train. No, and it's I, definitely no yeah. quicker. You're traveling the whole time, yeah. and it's no quicker. You have to just it's accept longer. that you're going to take it kilometer by kilometer until you arrive, and whenever you arrive, you get there. I feel like that's a very could translate that into a very deeper conversation for sure. <laughs> I like road trips. Yeah, I like road trips. I used to. I mean, I used to do a lot because I used to tour in a band. Mm-hmm. That was the name of the game. It's yeah. road trips. The States, it was a lot easier being in a band because you could drive for like two hours to the next city, play a show. Yeah. A lot of eight-hour drives in Canada to get to the next Oh, con- especially concert. in Ontario. Ontario is so big, right? So yeah. you're just, yeah, six hours, eight hours is pretty easy peasy. These days, it's going to be way more expensive to go see a show. The we were talking about of gas. We were talking about that last time I was in a band, like fifteen years ago, and, yeah. and like gas it spiked up to I don't know a buck thirty back then or whatever. I can't imagine trying to tour right now. Yeah, I know it's like a you know it's like a pay what you can show, and it's like oh man, no, like they, they you, you can't be throwing fives in anymore. Gas is expensive. You gotta mm-hmm, check some tens mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. So that's too bad. You like music? I do like music. You went to see Sarah Harmer. You took my wife. I did. I did. To the Sarah Harmer concert. We went to see Sarah Harmer in Kingston, and it was awesome. It was my first real concert, theater concert, after the old COVID situation, Mm. uh, which I rather enjoyed. It was a theater show. It was. It was at the Grand Theater. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so good. It was so good. Brought me back to... uh, Real life for a second. Yeah. So saw her and she played all the old and all the new and it was a good mishmash. Was there an opener? No. No. She just came in and did her thing. Cool. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. But I'm not a big... I've done like the 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 festival circuits before. I've spent a lot of time mm-hmm. being outside, being yeah. very warm and sweaty and in a large crowd of people. And I don't think that's how I like to enjoy concerts anymore. So going to a theater, sitting down, enjoying it, getting a little bob on—that's yeah. that's for me. I mean, I could I could definitely go to a theater show once a month. Oh, absolutely, easy, absolutely, easy. Yeah. Festivals for me, one or one or two over a summer. Would, See, yeah, that's, that's just that's, too much for that's me. That's good for me. I like to be able to leave places whenever I feel. Yeah. You know, festivals do have that kind of feeling like. It's like, you know, when you go to the Chinese buffet, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't want to eat more, but I feel but like I, I need to, I know that's what it feels like to so me. So I need to go get a second plate. That's a great comparison, you know, and then you're all filled up and uncomfortable. Yeah. You're like, oh, I just want to go like, home and be horizontal. Be I'm hot, <laughs> right? tired. I don't really care about this next band, but yeah. I bought the weekend bracelet. I know. I spent the money on the weekend bracelet. I know. It's got a little hologram on it. Although, you know, Blues Fest this year in Ottawa looks like it's got a pretty decent lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, I can, I mean, and, and the prices are insane. Blues insane. Fest, they do it a little different, though, I, I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many festivals where it's like, and I mean, maybe there's people traveling from out of town to go to Blues Fest, but I, I feel like Blue, Ottawa Blues Fest is quite an Ottawa thing. Yes. Most of the people who yeah. go there are from Ottawa. Yeah. It's not like Burning Man or Coachella or something where everybody's no. just flocking in from, no. from everywhere, you know? Yeah. I think largely because of that. It's like, oh yeah, we got our bracelets. Yeah, we're gonna go down tonight. We're gonna, and then it's what it, Blue says. What it's not like a weekend thing. It's like eight days long. Is it a whole week or is it just it's, a week? I think it's like a, it's whole, a whole week. week. I think it's a whole week. Side of touch. I don't know anymore. It just creates a thing where it's like, well, you know what? I'm gonna skip this whole night. 
get some rest. I'll go back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bracelet's still but working. But it's exactly this. to your point of the buffet style. It's like, well, now I've paid for the full pass or I can get yeah. the one day. But it makes more sense, you know, economically for me to get the whole pass. And then you just... You know, it burnt out pretty quick. But that's just me. You know, don't get me wrong. Festivals are great, and there's a there's a massive yeah. demand for that. Just think I'm over it. Think I'm over it. I've only ever been to Blues Fest as somebody who worked there. Really? Yeah, I worked for the company that uh, does all the tech for Blues Fest. Okay. So you have VIP passes and stuff. I mean, not for other people, but I mean, I had a backstage pass. Well, so, that's cool. Yeah. I installed the stage for the Backstreet Boys. Oh, Backstreet's yeah. back. Yeah. Backstreet's back. How they was did a that? good show. It was a good show. Yeah, because those that's it. That's entertainment, <clears throat> you know? Like I don't uh, you can knock any kind of like pop music or whatever, but I'll tell you, the best productions that I've seen have been pop artists. I got to see Katy Perry years ago. <laughs> and like I I mean everybody knows like the the songs, whatever the the popular songs are, yep. whatever, but it was produced so well that I was just blown away. I was like, I'm so happy that I just experienced that. That's mm-hmm. the difference between seeing, you know, Bob Dylan on stage playing what he's playing or yeah. Neil Young or whatever. But like you see that type of, you know, there's pyrotechnics and, and wardrobe changes and yeah. backup dancers. It's a whole spectacle. Yeah. I can appreciate it. Absolutely. I would even go see it. Some people don't really don't like that though. Like Bob I, Dylan hates that shit. Oh yeah, I've seen Bob. Dylan. I've seen Bob three times, and three Bob times. Dylan would not be having any pyrotechnics no. on no, his fucking stage. No, but I heard that he's a bit of a diva. Like he's he needs. He doesn't even do stage banter. No, he has no interest no. in talking to the crowd. He just no. wants to play his songs. Yeah, and that's when I saw okay. him, he didn't even pick up a guitar once. I uh, yeah, when I saw him in Montreal, he just played the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah just took those yeah. keys, which was great. It was great. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. good. Yeah, he does like. It's funny because he he plays some of the old stuff, but doesn't sound like the old stuff. No, no, not sounds at all. completely different. <laughs> I know, right? Can't can't blame him for wanting to change him, change it up a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Years. Yeah, you can't just be doing the same old song. You play a bit of music yourself too. I do. I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I played some open mics at the old Bowie's. Yeah, uh, that was another really great thing about moving to this town for me. Uh, I I used to play quite a bit when I was younger yeah. and then life happens and you kind of forget about <laughs> the things that you love for a minute until mm-hmm. you find them again, you know? And, uh, the, the, having the open mic at Bowie's has just been such a nice outlet and it's, it's a, it's a great open mic. It's there, a great night. It is a great night. Everybody quit plays your day, collectively. Quit your day job, open stage. Yeah. A lot of people would come in and say, you know, what, what's the format of this night? And I feel like I would say something like, I oh, yeah. You know, it's pretty loosey goosey, or mm-hmm. it's pretty casual. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're a drummer and you drum, then you, you show up and you drum for someone. Yeah. Or if you're just a singer, someone's gonna play the guitar for you. It's just it's a really, it's a really great community event that happens every week. Yeah, and it's it's brought a lot of people together, and you can see that. Yeah, know? it always unfolds a, a little bit differently. Yeah, each week. Yeah, absolutely. And that is the question that newbies come in and ask because mm. usually there is a format usually it's like you got to go talk to that guy mm-hmm. he runs the stage you put your name on the list yeah you get two songs yeah and maybe you, you get know? to play yeah yeah and yeah we just we just feel it out swing it it's a little a little more natural yeah so that's been really that's been a really great thing moving to this town there's mm-hmm. lots of music and arts here mm-hmm. yeah it's a it's a really nice community of 
of the creative types. You write any of your own songs? I have written some of my own songs, but uh, as most artists do, I, I didn't write any of them down. So I've got a few snippets of things mm-hmm. that I do remember. But otherwise, you know, I like to do my covers and just it's a good outlet. Mm-hmm. I think people need music in their lives or something creative to do otherwise. You have to. As you go crazy. Yeah. Can be whatever you need it to be. Yeah, music's my best outlet. Yeah, you, I mean, you're a great musician. Everybody Thank you. Knows that. Your songs are awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I try. I like writing songs. Well, I mean, I can tell that you try because they're good. you're very uh, good a lyricist. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like now I know all your songs by heart. The it's nice that, when you play them. Play you. I, yeah, I, I, I get I to more. sing along. I'm sure you have heard. lots. I'm sure you do. I do. I'm going to release one soon. Mm-hmm. I haven't released any music yet. I've been writing songs for years. I think you probably should. I'm going to do it in the next month. Cool. I'm going to hold you to that. Before my next birthday. That's my that's my ultimatum to myself. That's like that's a, like a few weeks, a couple I know. weeks. That's not a month. That's like you got to get on it. I know. The song's ready. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I just got to get it up on Spotify. Okay. It'll happen. I mean, you said the song is already done. You just need to record it in the next two weeks. No, no, no. The song's recorded. So then what's the problem? It's fully record. I got to make a music video. Oh, it's the music video. Okay, I can I, I can always get the song out and make the music video later. I could stagger it. I could stagger it. Are you having a problem with choreography? Is that what's happening? Yeah, do you, are you lacking backup dancers? That's- uh, you know what? I haven't figured out how I'm going to make a music video with myself in it. Because normally I shoot music videos. I can't hold the camera and... That's true. That's true. Like pretend to be a rock star. In front of it. Yeah, you're going to have to get someone else to do it. Or, you, you, I mean, yeah, you're a pretty crafty guy. You'll figure I'll it figure out. something out. You'll figure I'm it just, out. I'm not a big fan of tripod shots. They're so still and lifeless. You're going to have to move your body a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the illusion that the camera is moving. I'll just mount the camera on like one of those. Uh, just do it like um, like a, a bobble, Alanis Morissette's ironic. Just do it in a car and then have a green screen like the car is actually moving. Mm. And then that's, you know, then, then the camera's going. Braid my hair. Yeah. Poke my thumbs through sleeves of a sweater. Yeah. It's a real throwback mm-hmm. to before sweaters actually came with holes in them for the thumbs. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it was cool. Yeah. You a 90s music fan? Like a lot of nineties music. Sarah Harmer, does that count as nineties music? <laughs> I feel like early two thousands. Yeah. Uh I mean I like all kinds of music, really. You know, I fancy myself a classic rock girl. Classic you know? rock, eh? I like some classic rock, yeah. you know. I like some good you know, I like the boss. You know, like that's I love the boss. You can't, you can't say no to the boss. See, I don't think of Bruce Springsteen as classic rock. I wouldn't See, but, I wouldn't really fault somebody but for this, But for this saying might it, be but. just an age difference on us right now because I feel like my classic rock may be uh, a couple years after what your classic rock may be. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Just based on whatever the the classic rock radio stations of my time would be compared yeah. to your time. Yeah. You know, not to call you out for being well, almost 42, but Shea 106 was it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like all kinds of stuff. I mean, I I love the Rolling Stones. I love Neil Young. Bob Dylan is my man, you know. Don't I really like, you know, Ben Folds 5? Mm-hmm. Ben Folds, right? Some good shit right there. I think today, music is so easy to come by that it's a little bit difficult to rely on new music and, and really fall in love with new music. 
It's a tough go for sure. You know, I, I There's think so much out there. There was a time where you would buy the physical, whether that it was a, you know a CD or mm-hmm, or, or mm-hmm. a vinyl, and you would go through the entire thing. And you know, being young, I would read all the all the notes and and read all the lyrics and mm-hmm. and understand like, oh, track three is this by this artist. And now you hear music and you go, I've heard this a hundred times and I know every word, but I have no idea who the artist is and when it was released or what album it was off of. Yeah. I, I think it's too bad. Well, it's kind of that Chinese buffet effect again, right? Yeah. I spent $20 yeah. on this whole CD. That's like two months of Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I get 10 songs. Mm-hmm. But now these days it's like everyone releases just a, a really great one or two. So, and you have that luxury just to listen to those two songs and you, yeah. and you may have never heard anything else from that artist. And it yeah. may not even be that good. I I like the fact that we're kind of back at singles these days. Yeah. People, people are, I mean, records are obviously still being made, but there's a, not as much of a, a focus on the album. Yeah. It's just on the singles. Yeah. But people lament, I, I talk about this a lot, but people talk about, oh, well, like I really love albums. Like I, st- I still love albums. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I feel like people say that in a bit of a music snobbery from a, a, a touch of a music snobbery perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I listen to whole albums. I buy albums. I, yeah. I like the vibe of an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the, the art of an out, al- like, cause as if that's what is supposed to be. What but you don't mu- have to like is, the whole right? album, right? Like that's the whole point. Well, it's better when you do. What I'm really highlighting is that people put the album up on a pedestal. Like mm-hmm. it is, the way to do the art form of music like mm-hmm. that like it's it's the best way or, or the most classic but really it's just a it's just a format imposed by consumerism and commercialism yes yes agreed agreed you know, upon it, that you know elvis mm-hmm. released his first single in 1953 he didn't release his first album until 1958 and when he did, it was very much true to the word album, as in it was just a collection of stuff over the years, the same way you might have a photo album yeah. at home, and yeah. it's photos from over the course of, like, maybe over the whole year, or maybe over two years, maybe over a decade, you know, it's it's a collection. Yeah. And so his first album was just his greatest hits record. People didn't call them greatest hits records back then, because they were just a collection of songs. And there would have been B-sides for every record, mm-hmm. which, again, were just a product of the available f- medium at the time, right? Mm-hmm. You cut a record. You needed, you were going for one song. Yeah. But there's another side on it. So what do you do? Do you leave it empty or do you use up the real estate? You use up the real estate. Mm-hmm. That's where B-sides would go. And it'd be like, well, this isn't the one we're aiming to be a hit. But we just got to fill some space. We got to fill some space. Yeah. Let's put it on. It's fun or, or what? Yeah. it's a little different. So, so to that point of you saying like you are kind of happy to see it going back into the singles direction is like you would rather people just like not release fillers that's part of it yeah that's part of it it's it's also like i i think it's a bit of a fallacy this this whole notion that that music is more respectable as an art form when delivered in this packaged way I feel like we have this, some people have this concept that the album is like the ultimate sort of pinnacle of music, musical accomplishment, mm-hmm. a, a full length album when it's not, 
at all in my books. I would actually prefer to bring it back to just the song. Okay. The power of that individual song, you know? And that's the other thing that happened sort of in coincided, get into like music historian mode here, but that <laughs> coincided with um, the creation of the album as a format was you had people then say, okay, well, if we're stuck with this format, then we want to make it more artful. And that, that was the birth of the concept album. Yeah. And when I say concept album, I'm not saying like, you know, dark side of the moon, line it up with, <laughs> with friggin', uh, what's the name of that movie? The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, oh, it all lines up. Yeah. Like, but the original idea behind a concept record wasn't that, it wasn't even that heavy. It wasn't that intense. It was just, we're going to make an album all at once. We're going to go into the studio and make a record yeah. all at once, as opposed to it just being, here are 12 yeah. songs that we made at different times over the past five years. Mm -hmm. you know, the first few Beatles records, the few first Elvis records, they were all, they were all just collections. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't until the eighties that we started seeing like Phil Collins greatest hits and the greatest hits record became like a thing. But that was really the what 50s, they were originally doing. 50s, it was all greatest That's all hits. they were. They were just the greatest and hits. And that's they why the like, whole, all the records were so one, good. Own them in one package. Yeah. You know, like yeah. after they'd already proven themselves on the radio. Mm -hmm. And then they flipped the format and they're like, oh, we're going to put out the whole record, which was became really weird. Because like growing up in the 90s, you listen to the radio and you'd be like, oh, new song by The Offspring. Like, what do you mean new? Yeah. They put that record out six months ago and that song's on the record. That song's six months old, but mm -hmm. it's new because they just released, released it to radio. It, yeah. It's all marketing. What a it's racket. all marketing. What a racket. And so that's the thing that coincided with the concept record was, was the, uh, like sort of the big push going from like the relationship of songwriters and performers to like the singer songwriter. And then the bands who yeah. write their own songs, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, and then and then that culminated to by the time the eighties and nineties rolled around, you had like this attitude of people like, I don't like them; they don't even write their own music, you know. Which is like, I I love it when people write their own music, but does a dancer have to choreograph his own dance moves to be the best dancer? Right? Like, you I know? mean, you can appreciate all of that from top to bottom, but it's, like it's, a, it's a production. Think, yeah. People still think of Elvis as the king. He didn't write his own songs. No. He didn't write any of his own. I mean, he, he played them well. He played them He had his whole thing he sang going on. Right? Yeah. I don't know how well he played them. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He, he, sang them he wasn't a great He had his player. whole flair going on. Yeah. I think it was the haircut, really, and the dance moves. You a big Elvis fan? I mean, I know Elvis. Would I... Would I say like oh my god i love this song like i don't no i don't claim to be a, a huge elvis fan i enjoy elvis i like elvis yeah i'm a big elvis fan you're like a huge elvis fan huge no like if someone asked you to play elvis would you do it like 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 impersonate him would you do it i mean like is that how much you love elvis i i've never impersonated elvis before i feel like you probably should I probably could. I think, I think you I could. could. I think, I think you I could. could. Yeah, get you some bell bottoms. Like, um, you do it. Some rhinestones. I don't, I don't really know any of his songs. But you just said you're a huge Elvis fan, but you don't no, really I know I any of his I actually specifically fans. said that I'm a big Elvis fan. Oh, a big. Not, not a huge one. Not a huge Okay. Okay. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> I can rewind the tape if we need to check it. But, okay. Okay. I, um, you know, I, I apologize. I wasn't a big Elvis fan for a long time, and then I dated a girl who was. 
So it just, is that like the effect of just listening to songs over and over and over and then all of a sudden you like really enjoy them? I mean, it's partially that, but he had a great voice. He's a great singer. He had a unique style. He was doing and, something different for the time. And I like what he did. I like what he did. I, I, I was heavily exposed to his music. Okay. Through another person. What would be like your favorite Elvis track? Like if you had to pick one today. Yeah. You know, it's probably changed over the years. But like, um, what's your favorite Elvis track these days? I think probably my favorite Elvis track for a long time has been uh, Don't. Oh. You know that one? I, I can recall. It's kind of a slower, yeah. more yeah. ballady. I thought you were going to be a blue suede shoes kind of guy. No, you know what? I don't gravitate towards his, like... His pop songs, if you will? His more famous songs are not my favorite. Okay. His more famous songs are not my favorite songs. Um, uh, I mean, Don't was still a number one hit. Yeah, Don't Get Me Wrong. It was pretty good. Mm. <laughs> I like the song Wouldn't Hurt. Wouldn't hurt. I don't think I'm familiar it's with that It's kind of weird, and it has like kind of a polka feel. He sings kind of like Roy Orbison. Okay, right? okay. When Elvis first came out, he was actually pretty heavily heavily uh, accused of like really ripping off Roy Orbison's style. Oh. It, but you don't hear that in Blue Suede Shoes. No. But in, in a song like Wouldn't Hurt, you totally okay. hear it. That was maybe the style that he actually wanted to be doing. Maybe. Um, anyway, enough about Elvis. We don't need to talk yeah, about Elvis. Yeah, you just took me down anymore. full-blown Elvis memory lane. They have a whole uh, Elvis festival over in Tweed. Re- not, not Tweed, the pot shop here in town. But no, tweed, the tweed, place, the place. Tweed, the town, two hours yeah, away. Yeah. I feel like there's probably a lot of Elvis festivals happening around the world, probably like on any given day. I feel like that's an event that could go over well here. There's probably a lot of Elvis fans in this probably, town. Probably, probably. What do you think this town needs? I think it's got a lot going for it already. I think it's happening. I think it's happening. But uh, if there's one thing that we don't have right now that you don't see anybody talking about, that would be like, hey, you know what we need? I have a novel idea. What do you think we could use in this uh, town? You know, I think that there's a lot of great, great things happening in this town. I, as a newcomer to the town, let's mm-hmm. let's say that as something that a valued I, perspective. Yeah, that I've that I've noticed that I, uh, and it could just be me not uh, not looking for it. But I I I want more information. Hmm. I don't feel like I'm getting enough information about what's happening in this town. Well, I'm trying. Yeah, I know. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. But that's uh, I think you just. There, there needs to be some cohesive medium. I know that there's a lot of different mediums. There's lots of Facebook groups, and yeah. there's and there's the newspapers. And that is a huge problem. I think. I think that there are entirely far too many Facebook groups. You know, I think when you're you're in not even a major city, but a larger city, you know, the old Google box there, it, it can be helpful for some things. But I love when I'm in a new place. I love the Google question, what's happening tonight? Hmm. You know? And and I, I've if I put that into my Google box right now and said, what's happening tonight in Smith Falls? Yeah. I, I don't think I would get any information, but I can tell you that there's probably something happening. Yeah. That I don't know about. How do I find that? Yeah. I would love to be able to have a place that I can just find that. Yeah. I don't know how that happens, and I don't know how to fix it or... But that would be my one thing because there's there's always stuff 
how do we get it out? There's not that many people that live here. And I, I feel like it's probably a large portion of the population that was probably would say the same thing as I'm saying right now. So you want to be able to find it on Google? No, not necessarily. But, you know, I feel like it, the internet is how people find their information these days. Do you think there needs to be an app? A Smith Falls app? Yeah. The Does problem with that is how that? do you tell people to download the app? You know, like how does that start? It's like the the, the chicken before the egg, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know how to fix it, but yeah. that's something that I would like to see. Or, you know, maybe a just a specific website Yeah, that is, you know, you've got the, uh, the what do I follow? The Smith Falls Eats and Entertainment, which is great. Yeah. You know, everybody's got their menus posted up there for the restaurants and there's information about movies under the stars. Um, but wouldn't that be great if that was just a one website mm-hmm. and it didn't get conflicted with posts of things that take you in a different direction when you get lost on the internet and you, you realize that you, you've gone down a rabbit hole and mm-hmm. you're not actually looking at the thing that you wanted to be looking at, you mm-hmm. know? But I, I think that we're getting there. I, I love the community events. I love to see that Russell Street is going to be closed for the summer. Uh, lots of outdoor events. Wintertime, you know, I'd love to see the same thing. Get a little winter market going. Yeah. You know, I think that people want to support the community here. That's from, that's, people have opened their arms to me being here. Mm-hmm. There is that sense of love and community here. You know, I, th- I think that some people are really, really involved in that. And some people, just need to be invited, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think it's going to be a good summer. I think it's going to be a good summer. I'm having flashbacks now because I recorded the entire first season of the podcast during COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's only as I say this right now that I like, I'm referring to then as COVID and now as not. And yeah. I know technically, you know, COVID's still around. It is. It, well, But I haven't yeah. heard anybody talking about it lately. No. It's nice. I've been going lots of places and seeing no masks. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I hope everybody's well and healthy yeah, and all yeah, that absolutely, stuff. But, but I, I'm so happy that we're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> I haven't read the word COVID on my computer screen or my phone screen in weeks. And, and you know, went out to Porch Fest yesterday. People, people all around. Mm-hmm. I think I even saw somebody take a sip out of somebody else's drink. Oh, no. Oh no, yeah, the kids we were, were sharing popsicles. Yeah. Things, yeah. Were getting, things were getting wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I think I think we've got this, we've got Smith Falls, you know, you've got Merrickville, you've got Perth, you've got Carlton Place, and all those places that are doing really amazing things. There's stuff happening every weekend. How do we filter that into one great, amazing county experience? Mm. We were talking about road trips. Yeah. There's uh, one happening. Yeah, what's the... Uh, the crumb, the crumb crawl, crumb is that crawl. what it is that yeah, Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Two is involved in? Say Two is involved cool. in that. See, that's cool. See, that's cool. So it's like for how ro- do I haven't. How do I? I saw that because I saw that there was a pamphlet at the Say Two Bakery, but otherwise I wouldn't have known that. How do I? You know, how, yeah. how do I know that? Yeah. How do social, we find that information? Social media, uh, social media flyers, these days. It's pamphlets. so much, yeah. so much to they follow got a hash- and find. They got a hashtag for it. 
It's a whole hashtag. Yeah. It's like you can. I'm have to check so that out. all the participating locations in this Chrome crawl, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I mean, in town here at Setu. I don't know if yeah. there's anybody else in town that's part of this, but there's places in like Almont and Westport. Almont's and, also a great spot too. And Perth and, yeah. and stuff. You know, foodie places, mm-hmm. bake, bakeries and, and whatnot. I'm going to have to add that to my list of summer things. You get like a card mm-hmm. and you get a stamp from each place you visit. If you get all the stamps, then you get entered to win something. Like what? <sighs> what do you win? I don't remember. I think it's a gift certificate. I hope so. Gift certificates are great. I'm not an official representative of Crumb and Crawl. <laughs> if I were, I would. Be doing I would a, hope you I would, would know. I would have more information. Better, I would be doing a better job. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check it out because that's another. Yeah, I'm going cool to check it out too. Absolutely. I'm check it out too. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean to. You know, there's there's all kinds of information out there that you can find these things. I just we live in a world where we're busy, and you know, it just. People, people sometimes would just rather do nothing than, than put the work in to do something, you know? Yeah. So let's, let's figure out a way to get that word out and, and have people come out and this, you know, the boats are coming in. People want to mm. experience. It's beautiful. Like we said, there's so much water. There's beautiful hiking spaces. It's got a lot, lots of green space, but there's also like say to bakery, you know, you want people to get, get off their boats and get yeah. out of their cars yeah. because as much as it is a beautiful landscape, there's also lots to experience with the people mm-hmm. that, that live and work here. Yeah. Yeah. And in a world where everybody's working from home and some people are vying to be social and some people are, you know, finding that after their COVID experience, they're not necessarily as social as they once were. You know, we have to find a way to bring people back together. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're going to do it, Jill. I think we're going to do it. I, I think, think this summer we'll do it. I was hopeful about last summer. I was really hopeful. And last summer... Was only okay. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I was know, going to say something harsher than that, but it wasn't really that bad. There was a lot of people who tried really hard to make summer last summer as good as it was, and they did a great job. But people just weren't ready. People just weren't. I agree. They weren't ready. Everybody they weren't knew ready. that COVID wasn't done. Yeah. You know. Well, I'll tell you this: the old, the old post office. Come on down, have some drinks, lick some stamps. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I am setting this business up so that I can be very community forward. I would like to do as many events as I possibly can. I've added a catering license to my liquor license so that I will be able to have a a traveling license. So, you know, you're having a wedding, you're throwing a backyard bash, we're doing movies in the park, all these things are possible to do. And if you haven't met me yet, you're going to meet me soon. Mm Yeah, because I I want to do that. I want to I want to know people. I want people to know me. You know, I, I'm really here for the long haul, and I'm so happy to have met as many great people as I have so far. Jillian Dagonet, come know Jillian at it's the me. post office. Come meet me. What's the address? It is 30 Russell Street. 30 Russell Street. You can't miss it. You can't it's, miss it. it. That's why we it. haven't bothered mentioning the address it. till you, now. You can't miss it. If you can't find the old post office. Yeah, it's the old clock tower on. on Russell Street. Yeah, that's where you'll find me. But it is number 30 it is. on Russell Street, Absolutely. right at the corner of Russell and Market. Yes. In yes. the basement, speakeasy basement. style, the mm-hmm. post office. It's the place and it's the bar. Only good people need apply. Uh, you know, yeah. bring the people that you would invite to your backyard. You know, that, those are the people. It's going to be lots of love. Leave the downers at home. It. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming out and talking to me, Jill. I've enjoyed it very much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Matt. Jillian Dagonet, folks. 
This has been Smith Falls On. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Jill. Love it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> and that was my conversation with Jillian Dagonet, consummate hospitality professional and my friend. Thanks so much for tuning in, folks. We are going to be back again and again next episode in about two weeks. Check out our website at sfon.ca. And uh, feel free to drop us a line. We got social media, we got Facebook, we got Instagram, we even have email, mail at sfon.ca. Tell us who you would like to hear on the show. Tell us the kind of things you'd like us to talk about. Tell us whatever you want. This has been On, a Smith Falls podcast. Till next time, folks. Take care. <laughs>